Welcome to the Live Well Podcast. I'm your host, Liv, a naturopathic doctor, 70 energy healer, Akashic reader, intuitive, and energetic business mentor. I help you heal on a physical and emotional level so that you can feel delicious in your health, body, relationships, career, and bank account. And this show is for those of you looking to really go beyond that basic wellness stuff and really create a life that you love. And so that's where I come in. In these episodes, we will have an honest conversation without the fluffy bullshit. We get to the point so that you can walk away with the insights, tools, and tips to truly live your best life, mind, body, and soul. So if you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. For ways to work with me, visit keepupwithlive.com and follow me on Instagram at keepupwithlive for more. And with that, let's get into the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This one has been highly requested. It might be a little long because I have a lot I want to say, and then I did take some questions from Instagram, but yeah, it's super exciting. This is all going to be how I manifested the love of my life. I know you guys are very curious, um, especially since now I got engaged. I was like, well, now is the perfect time. I was going to actually do this episode a while ago and I was like, oh, perfect timing. Um, now that I am engaged to my fiance, I can share kind of like everything I went through, everything kind of like I did and hopes that it's going to help you. And then we'll answer, answer, answer the Q and A. I also want to get him on the podcast. I think it would just be really fun for you guys to ask him questions. Also, because he's so funny that like I think you would just enjoy our banter a lot. Um, so we're, we're I've planted the seed for it. Um, maybe in a couple weeks. Um, let me know if you listen to this episode. Just DM me on Instagram and let me know that you want to see that, or kind of let me know what you have questions on further than this. Because I'm happy to do further episodes on on this i'm just writing something down um that i remembered that i wanted to mention this episode that i didn't write in my jot points but yeah hopefully we can get them on but yeah let's go ahead and dive into how i manifested the love of my life so the number one thing and i have some points and i'll probably like intertwine all these points i didn't settle and i think the biggest thing is that i see so many people settling for not only less than they deserve but like I'm even go a step further than like less than you desire or less than you want. And this also kind of goes with like sticking to your standards, right? Now, everyone's standards, everyone's, if you want to even call them non-negotiables, whatever you want to label, you want to put on it can be different and that's fine. It doesn't have to look like mine, but it does have to be true to you and you have to be unwavering in those. You cannot settle you cannot and what i'll add is that you cannot also necessarily bank on the fact that so and so person can can change right and it's not to say that people can't but you also don't want to necessarily put pressure on potential if you don't see it and you don't um communicate your needs about what like you don't want to settle for behavior or whatever it is then you also like can't complain down the line right so just know that like a i didn't settle but i also was very i'm a blunt person in general (laughs) but i was very i don't say blunt to the point um in in my standards and what i was and what's not gonna settle for and kind of like my expectations in a relationship and not like a you better do this you better do this but like These are the standards I hold for someone who's going to be in a partnership with me and a person either meets those or they don't. And I have developed enough self-love for myself 
which is kind of something that I had to do in order to, to do this, is that I have to have enough self-love that if it's not that full standard, that full percent, then it's, it's, a, it's a no. But you can only do that when you have enough self-love for yourself. Because if you do not have self-love, then you're going to settle for less than you deserve. So I didn't settle. And I remember before this, there were so many people who were like, but you're not going to be able to find someone who's like funny in this and also open to spiritual and also this. And I was like, yeah, I am. Because like in my world, miracles are possible. In my world, that's what's possible because those are the standards that I set. And I really want to drive home to the fact that like, you can have whatever kind of person you desire in terms of like their their qualities, what they what they have, or like you know, are they? If you really like someone who I don't know is funny, if it's important for you for them to be spiritual, if it's important for them to you know I don't know have flexibility. Like for me, freedom and flexibility in your work was going to be major key for me. Like I I couldn't date another person who worked a corporate like 12 14 hour days in corporate like i i can't i need someone who's like i'm like i'm gonna go ban for the weekend you gotta take two days off and we go take two days like two days off quote unquote you know work to take take a long weekend or whatever it is right that was important to me being open to spirituality was important to me and sometimes you might need to weed through a couple people to see how important some of those standards are for you which is something that like I definitely did. Um, there were like, for example, someone I met, they were like a friend of a friend. And so I was like, okay, whatever, like, let's give this a chance. And their mindset towards abundance was so bad and it was so scarce. And I was like signing clients. I was like at this point, um, you know, hitting 60K months and it was just like abundance, abundance. And they were so scarce. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. Like, it's just a different kind of mindset. And I was like, that's not kind of the person that I, I want to be with. Or the person who didn't believe in like Akashic Records or that I was psychic or I was like, that I see what I see. And I'm like, you, there's no other way to explain how I see like specific images and describe not only like the age someone was, but like the color shirt they were wearing. And I get specific names. Like it's just, if you had a reading for me, like, you know, it's like, it's out of this world, right? I can even like read you on one of my, you know, um, consult calls for what's going on in your health. But like someone who didn't believe, I was like, that's not going to work because I'm not going to, if you, you don't, you're not even open to like understanding what I do and you're like shut down. That's not real or that's fake. That's not going to happen. Right. But it, sometimes it takes the universe, like kind of like challenging you about what you will and will not settle for that then makes you be like, yep, this is not for me. And if I didn't have enough self-worth, I could have been like, Oh, you know, but I'm, I'm 30. What, what am I now? 30. 31 guys I don't know time is weird but I could have been like oh you know I might feel societal pressure to settle down I was like no I don't care I don't care how long it takes I'd rather wait to find my perfect person and not settle and let me tell you when you don't settle and you do the work you don't actually have to wait like quantum it quantum leaps and it manifests super quickly if you are strict with your standards and you don't settle um so that's number one, the thing that I would say is like not settling and not wavering from your standards. Because let's say like you're, I've used this for manifesting before, but I'll use it again because I think it's really important. You're at Starbucks and you order, you know, your almond milk decaf flight white. And then you go to the end of the line and the barista makes it. And they call your name and they're like, you know, decaf flat white, but it's like made with lactose milk or like cow milk and not almond milk. Like, do you drink it anyway? then the universe is not going to make you the or the drink the way you wanted it because you took that drink, right? If you don't tell the barista, like, no, like, 
like in a polite way, like, no, thank you. That this is not made with almond milk. Can you please like make it with almond milk? And they'll go, oh yeah, okay. And they'll make it with almond milk. But if you don't do that, well, then they're not going to bring you that person, right? If you're not putting out the energy of like, I am solid in myself and I'm not going to settle for less, then the universe will not bring it to you because it has no reason to. So you really need to like not settle and have your standards for whatever they are for you. And like I said, for everyone, it's going to be different, but you have to A, figure out what those are and make sure you stick to those. Which leads me into like another um, point that I want to talk about. I really had to heal my feminine wounds. Like three, four years ago, I was not my feminine. I was hustling, grinding, very much my masculine. And this isn't even something that I I always, especially um, if any entrepreneurs are listening to this, it can be even more, more important for us to realize like how to be in your feminine, right? Because sometimes when we are entrepreneurs, we're in our masculine, like I, I hold the container, right? So I'm the one leading um, in, in my sessions or I'm the one holding the space. So it's even more important for you to heal your feminine stuff. Um, but this also goes for everyone because I don't think I've met a one woman yet client so far that we haven't worked on her feminine, right? And so if your feminine does not feel safe, then you will not attract a man who leads. If you, and signs you're kind of like stuck in the masculine or signs you're not in your feminine, feminine are perfectionism, burnout, body focus or direction focused, um, unable to let a man lead, feeling the need to control. Um, yeah, those are kind of all of the main signs. And so I really needed to heal all my feminine wounds and get into my feminine in order for my feminine to feel safe with a man who leads. Because if not, a man who leads can come up, but you're not going to be able to receive that, right? Because the feminine is meant to receive. And oftentimes, feminines, or a lot of my feminine clients are usually the ones who are doing too much and I have to actually get them to do less. And the problem this creates, and this is like, even in, this episode will also apply to you if you're in a current relationship. Because just know, everything I'm talking about now can also, you can shift in your current relationship as long as you're both trying to work towards it or you'll find out some harsh truths if not, right? You need, but if you don't feel safe to kind of let go and allow them to lead, it's going to create a lot of resentment and friction because you are going to be trying to control and lead, but then you're going to be getting upset about the fact that he's not leading and he's not, you know, taking initiative, but then you're not creating a safe space for him to do so. So oftentimes if you feel like your man does not lead, he's not planning dates, he's not doing things with initiative. It's because you're not creating a safe space because you're stuck in your masculine and it doesn't feel safe to be in your feminine, which can be for so many reasons. It can be from mom wounds. It can be from dad wounds. It can be from um, pressure to hustle and grind. It can come from being, you know, pushed hard in school, um, like an overachiever in school with whether it's grades, um, an athlete, someone who's like driven to like perform, perform, perform. A lot of the time you're just used to performing and driving so hard and grinding so hard for sports that then in your relationship, it's very hard for you not to take the the wheel and control, right? So these are all wounds you can heal. Um, if you want to heal any of these, definitely reach out to me. We have several different ways for you to do so, whether it's one-on-one, Voxer, or goddess activation. Um, we can do kind of any of that in there. But healing your feminine wounds is if you're not, it's definitely going to block you from either bringing the love of your life into your life or having the person you're with kind of really feel like that love of your life. So just know that you can also, like I said, apply these things to your current relationship because if you heal your feminine wounds, I've like had so many clients who then husbands magically start leading or boyfriends magically start leading 
And it was because they healed their feminine wounds and they got saved that the dynamic of their current relationship shifted. So just know that you can also do that. So if you're listening to this, it applies to both. But you need to get into your feminine. You need to feel safe and comfortable to receive and you need to stop fighting and let him lead. Yeah? Which brings me to my next point, which is you need to stop mothering. Okay? I was... I was a big mother or a big fixer. Um, and this was something I really, really like, especially just before like this relationship and this one, I really had to learn not to mother. Um, because the mothering is that nagging one, right? It's that, it's that, like, it's like a little chihuahua. It's that, if you ever feel like someone told you you're nagging or you feel like you have to nag, it's because you're mothering, right? If you are mothering, you're putting yourself into more of that leading role, right? Because with like, we're going to apply this to your love life with a mother and a son, right? The mother is like in charge, even though the son is like masculine, the mother is like the overarching one, right? So really take a look at like, where are you mothering? And you need to stop mothering your potential partner or your current partner. Um, and then also mothering causes resentment, right? Because you're mothering because you have resentment for something because they're either doing like or not doing something. And I see this all the time. I actually see this with even friends. <laughs> they're, they're mothering their husbands or boyfriends, or whatever, nagging them to do something. And that's not going to make them change. And then they get frustrated. But like, you know, I tell them all these things and, you know, he's not doing them. And I was like, well, did you even ask if he was like available for a conversation? Did you even ask if he had space for a conversation? Did you like... It's also about the tone. It's about how you speak to them. I feel like I need to do a whole episode on like how to talk to them. <laughs> but like, you didn't take out the garbage. You didn't do this. And like, all it is is attack, attack, attack. And then they feel attacked. And then it causes resentment and anxiety. And then we're on a whole, is it, whole host of issues. This is not going to be a whole episode on mothering. I feel like I could do one. You need to stop mothering. So if this sounds like you, um, and or even if you've been cold, like a nagging girlfriend, like a nagging wife... Or like you're not, he's not planning things or you feel like he's not leading. I want you to just evaluate and just become aware and curious about yourself of where you might be contributing to the problem, which actually I'll bring this up now. It's like, you need to take radical responsibility. Like, I'm just going to be honest when manifesting the love of your life and what I did, like look at what part you have to take responsibility of. Where are you not setting your standards? Where are you not setting your boundaries? Where are you settling for less? Where are you mothering? Where are you you know, not in your feminine and not able to receive. Um, you know, sometimes we're not also able to receive love because it's not safe to receive love. So you're, you want the love so much, right? Let's say, because there's five different love languages. Let's say one, for example, um, your love language is gifts, right? But you, you want gifts so much, but you're unable to receive gifts because you're in your masculine and then you're complaining that he's not getting you gifts or not giving you love in the form of gifts because you are not creating a safe space for him to do so. So just really like get curious and awareness of like, where do you need to take radical responsibility for yourself? Because that is going to be major. And actually just remind me of another thing. You need to be aware of your love languages and theirs and communicate them clearly because they might be giving you love in a way that they Chances are, if, if you're not in a conscious relationship or you're kind of like new to this, you're probably giving someone love in the way you receive love because you think that's the way or that you want to receive it, right? But if that's not the way they, they receive love or not the way you receive love, but if you didn't communicate that, then I'm going to be blunt. That's your own fault. Like, that's your own problem. Like, if you didn't say, hey, I really like words of affirmation. They're my love language. And like, 
if he then doesn't listen, okay, then that's when like, you know, bigger discussion needs to be had and you need to evaluate that relationship, etc. But if you don't even tell him that like, I really like words of affirmation, like men are very direct, men are very, they want you to get to the point. They want you to be like, Hey, I need X, Y, Z. And then they'll go do it. <laughs> or I mean, like, this is how I do it. They're like, Oh, okay. Do not play games. Just tell them and then it's fine. But you also need to communicate that. So I'll also add that in. Okay. The next thing when it comes to manifesting the love of my life is you have to heal your worthiness. And this is kind of also piggybacks onto the self-love, not settling and setting standards. If you do not feel worthy of a magical love that lights you up and makes you feel like, if you don't feel worthy of it, it's not going to bring into your life. If you're not vibrating at that frequency, it's not going to come into your life. If all you're focused on is the, the lack or the, the scarcity of it, then you're not going to bring it into your life, right? Because you bring into your life what you are an energetic match of, right? And so if you're not resonating of the frequency of I am worthy of X, Y, Z, then you're not going to bring it in. And what I'm going to add to this is like, I see this with so many people and this is why the work I do is so important. People might say like, oh yeah, I want someone who's this and I wouldn't settle for less and I have these boundaries, but they're not being the embodiment of those boundaries because let me tell you, the amount of times I've seen someone then not settle or see someone settle, not hold their standards and violate their boundaries. It's like, well, then you're communicating to the universe through your actions about your worthiness. Remember, you are constantly communicating to the universe through your actions and inactions what you want. You can do as many affirmations as you want of like, I am worthy. I have the most magical partner, blah, blah, blah. But if you go out and you are not being the embodiment of those standards, the embodiment of not settling, the embodiment of worthiness, then it don't matter. Okay. Oh, I also, I wanted to do an episode on that. How to be the embodiment. I thought I wrote that down. How to be the embodiment. You guys know. <laughs> the ideas are flowing. I'm going to do a little episode on that. Um, yeah, because that's the thing. Words, like your actions need to match what you say your standards and worthiness and settling are. Um, and it's just a polite, like, no, thank you. Or like, you know, I ordered the, the latte with almond milk, not cow milk. Or, you know, I ordered my steak medium rare, not well done. So you're polite, but you send it back. If you don't send it back, you cannot complain about the food in front of your plate. Yeah. Okay. Which brings me into the worthiness, kind of like the next thing is like getting really comfortable with yourself. You need to feel whole, worthy, and complete on your own first. I was very comfortable with myself and like not being in a relationship 100% to the point where like if it happened, I knew it would happen, obviously, but like it didn't make or break like if it happened or if it didn't. I had never thought for a second I was wasn't going to meet someone. I never thought for a second. Like it was just, I was so solid with myself that it couldn't help but happen, which kind of manifested into my life because it was a byproduct of how comfortable I was with myself by myself. And that's it. Like I could spend weekends alone and it was fine. Right. You have to get comfortable being okay with that. And it almost being like a cherry on top if that makes sense which I know I'm throwing a lot at you guys, but I just thought of one more thing. Let me jot that down. Um, is, is there space for love to come in? Because if you are not really comfortable with yourself, then you are going to have trouble setting up space in your life for love to come in. And let, let me explain this. 
if you are not comfortable with yourself and you're, you hate the loneliness, whatever, you know, I know people who can't even ride in the car by themselves and have to like call their sister because they can't bear to be alone with their thoughts, right? Could you spend a weekend alone, not talking to anyone, not having any social, like, could you chill and be happy, content and like fulfilled? The key is happy, content and fulfilled. Or are you like jam packing your, your schedule, you know, with things to stay busy so you don't realize that you're not in a relationship or are you talking to people maybe on on like hinge or on bumble or whatever it is people that you know aren't aligned or entertaining old people that you know aren't aligned because you're so lonely right then that's taking up energetic space and blocking it for it to come in there needs to be the energetic space for it to come in so what are you doing or not doing that's like blocking that space from coming in which could be like overfilling your calendar because you can't bear to sit alone alone at night and I'll say like you never go out and be social, but like if you like have to go out because you can't bear being alone on a Saturday night or you get like really lonely and vulnerable and then you text the ex you're not supposed to text or, you know, uh, message someone that you know, like isn't the person, uh, you know, on Hinge or Bumble just for attention or whatever it is, right? Like look at where, and this goes back to not being the embodiment, but you also want to make sure that there's space in your life for a relationship because like relationships take time. They like, they will take hours of your day. <laughs> You need to make sure that there's space in your day to hold that, right? So if there's no space for that to come in, you don't have to like think about it if there's space in your house, if there's space in your life to add another person in. And if there's not space, well then the universe is going to be like, oh, she's so busy. There's no space for her to bring love right now. Let's wait. Let's wait until she has more space. But then you actually just want the love to come in and you're filling the space with things that are not 100% aligned. <laughs> Make sense? Look at where you are not creating space. Which brings me to deep trust and sticking to my standards. I'm going to bring up standards again. Deep trust, right? Because you can only not settle. You can only be with yourself. You can only heal your rhythm. You can only do all of these things if you have deep trust. You can only stop mothering if you have deep trust. You can only surrender into your feminine if you have deep trust. If you do not trust yourself and have deep trust, then it's going to create too much of a lack of safety and you're not going to be able, it's going to feel too scary. You're going to feel too anxious, too frazzled and everything like that. You need to have deep trust within yourself and deep knowing and deep safety on your own before you can bring that kind of like love into your life. So I would say those are like the top things. We're going to get into the questions because there's a lot of juicy questions that came in. Um, but those are like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things, eight things actually that like, do not like actually rewind and go back and listen to this. Like I said, whether you are in a relationship right now or not, all of these can apply to you because these can be changed. I have healed so many people's relationships, mainly because their relationships affect their health. Okay. (laughs) Like I had one client who had horrible chronic diarrhea because she was being rejected by her husband um because she wasn't in her power when she wasn't in her feminine she was in her masculine anyways we had to heal all this but like once i healed her and her husband's relationship her diarrhea stopped so if you need help with your relationship definitely reach out because this is something that not only have i been through i've done but i've helped so many clients with because it also affects your health and your life and your job and all that but even if you feel like your health is fine your job is fine you want the relationship of of your life and the love of your life let's figure it out let's see where the gaps are for you and let's raise that standard so let's go ahead and get into the the questions i think i can pull them up on my phone yeah okay we're good we're still recording so they're kind of all over the place i'm gonna just start kind of wherever 
Um, how did you meet talk about values and lifestyles early on? Is his work similar or aligned? So we met on hinge. <laughs> That's actually another thing I can say in terms of manifesting love of your life. Be open to different portals to allow the universe to bring them to you. I mean, men or women, if I say him, um, just, I'm talking from like personal experiences, just like a habit of saying him, but like you can use this for women. If you're trying to attract, um, uh, you know, a woman into your life, whatever it is. Yeah, so I answered the question with my hand and talk about values and lifestyle early on, 100%. Because I just don't want to waste my time. To be honest, like I'd rather like lay it all out there and be like, hey, this is kind of where I'm at. And it doesn't have to be aggressive. It can just be like, have discussions about it. So many people don't communicate this stuff early on and then they complain about it after. Where do you want to live? What kind of lifestyle do you want? Where do your values? What's important to you? Like what takes place in all of these things? Like, you know, is it healthy eating? Is it like, uh, like I said, freedom and flexibilities on weekends and work, you know? And so luckily it was like a thousand percent aligned and kind of like my values and everything like that. But I gave you guys examples of people who weren't. And I was like, nope, next. Um, so definitely in order to have those discussions though, you need to be clear on what yours are and B, you need to have so much self-love and trust that you are willing to walk away if they are not that. And that's the thing. You have to be willing to walk away from the 95%, from the 98% if they are not your 100%. I promise you, you can get your 100% if you do not settle. Yeah, okay. How did you know he was the one? Um, I feel like this is part of an intuition thing. Partly I just got the download and I just heard it in my head. Oh, you just know in your soul. And I know this is like an, an annoying question, but when you know, you know, and I think, you know, fairly early on, if you have to think about it, if it's been like years and you're not sure that they're not, <laughs> um, I'm not saying it has to be like within like two hours or like two days, but it, it, it should like be fairly early, especially as women and <laughs> we're very intuitive. If it's been years and you, and you say you don't know, you know, um, yeah, so I kind of just, I know this is like annoying, but when you know, you know, you just feel it in your heart and your soul. Actually, what I'll add to this, you, like me and everyone else, you will know that they are the one when they calm your nervous system. The person you're with should calm your nervous system. Now this might be like, this for some of you, I'm about to blow your minds. <laughs> you should not be... The whole like, I got butterflies. No, that's a trauma bond. We're not looking for a roller coaster. We're not looking for like, oh my God, except no, you want safety. You want nervous system calm. They will feel like coming home. Yeah. Which I know is contrary to like most movies and songs and what you kind of grew up being ingrained with. Like you need to feel the butterflies and the butterflies out there. No, butterflies are a trauma bond they're a trauma wound please please come to me and i will heal them for you <laughs> um but just know that like it's about being with someone who calms your nervous system yeah um where and how is my question it seems hard to meet um open up the portals actually i don't know if i finished that point open up the portals through which you are available to for the universe to bring it to you it's kind of like money right when people want to make more money have more streams of revenue for the money to come in you want to meet someone, have more different things, like put yourself in different scenarios, put yourself in scenarios where like you would want to meet someone who's doing the same thing like you do or that you're into and like opening the door, but also like 
the portal could be like Whole Foods. The portal could be Hinge. It could be like going on a walk. You know, it could be your dog. The amount of people that started talking to me when I had a dog, my gosh, a dog can also be a portal, right? There's some people who just stop you on the street and like, gosh, it's so cute, right? So just open up the portal, but the possible and the usual reason that the person's like hard to meet has to do with your worthiness, being in your feminine and yeah, the mothering and the comfortable with yourself is what I'm going to say. Um, where did you mean I answered that? How long have you been together? Like thousands of years, <laughs> to be honest, like multiple lifetimes. Um, does this relationship reflect the growth you went through? Share us why and how it's different. Thousand percent. Like I said, I had to go through, I was very bad mothering, very bad, like control, nag, like, you know, nagging in my past relationships. I'm going to be perfectly honest. Definitely my masculine, but then was also upset that I didn't have a man who leads, you know, so I had to heal all of my feminine stuff. Like, that's what I mean by taking radical responsibility. Like, your relationships are also a reflection of you, right? Even if, well, let's say you even heal all these things, but the person maybe isn't a conscious person and isn't interested in doing the work that you did and it can't meet you there, well, do you stay, right? Because then that's also you settling. So, I 100% reflect the growth that I went through and I had to, like, I'm going to be honest, I had to do a lot of work to get here and I had to do a lot of self-love and I had to do a lot of trust and I had to allow everything to crumble and be like perfectly okay and solid in myself for allow that to happen. And that takes strength, I will admit. So 100% it did. Um, how did you, okay, I'm going to try to look for a, a different one. How does he feel about the woo? He loves the woo. He loves pulling cards. He talks about abundance now. It's, it's so cute. Um, yeah, loves the woo was so open to it when I started talking about it, like would ask questions, was interested and now loves the cards. And like, he's also very intuitive, but he didn't, he was like, oh, that's just the way I am. And like, didn't really label it as being like psychic and intuitive, even though he is a lot. He just didn't think about it because it's always the way he's been. But he's actually like, he was a woo before even like meeting me. He just didn't think about it as woo. He just thought about it like, oh yeah, I just feel people all the time and I know what they're thinking. And I'm like, all right. All right. Um, how'd you guys meet? I did that. You take your online dating. Is that the only place to meet the one in this age? Um, no, it's definitely not the only place to meet someone, even though that's where I met him. Like I said, it's about the portals, right? And I know I would have like met him no matter what, because like I said, I've been together like thousands of years, multiple lifetimes, but maybe it would have taken longer. If not as many portals were open or, or who knows who actually, you know, I'll share this right now. I, I think I probably told him this. I probably had at one point. Um, so in even online this is what i mean by opening up the portals and like fate and like the universe working mysterious ways um so i remember i was like swiping on hand blah blah blah, um you know window shopping and i didn't have my radius too far i had my radius like i want like a few kilometers um mainly because like the last relationship i was in before this was like a, a very long distance like had to take a plane so i didn't I was like, oh, like, let's, it would be really nice for the person to be, like, close to me, not a plane right away. So I, like, made them close, put the radius close, and I wasn't finding anything, right? Wasn't finding them. I was like, whatever. And I just go on when I, you know, wanted, would look through, if nothing tickled my fancy. Like, I wouldn't obsess over it. Like I said, um, I would kind of just, look, let it go. And then one day, I got the download, and I just heard my head to, like, open your radius to, like, full, full max max kilometers which i think is like 200 kilometers i don't know um 
And I opened it. And that day I found him. Because he did not look close to me. Like an hour, hour and a half, almost two hours away. Um, but if I hadn't done that, if I hadn't opened up my radius, then I wouldn't, well, or would have taken longer to meet, right? So it was like that download of like, huh, you should open a radius. Or maybe you have a download of, huh, you should I don't know, go to Whole Foods. Or you should take a walk, whatever it is. Like the universe is guiding you there. You just have to open up the portals, right? So just know that you're getting downloads. You're getting hints all the time. Um, but yeah, it's definitely not the only place to meet the one. Just think about where you can open up the, the portals. And I think you'll meet them um, no matter what. But if you want to meet them faster, why not use online and as like a, as a potential, right? I remember too, I'll share this. When I saw his profile, the first, we both had the same first photo. Um, we both had the same photo of like my favorite place in, in the world is Lake Louise on the top of like Big Beehive. Like that's just like my, I really think I was there in a past life. Like it's just, there's something about that one spot that like speaks so deeply to my soul and it's like my happy place. Anyways, I had a picture of me on the, on the top of that mountain on Hinge and he had the same picture and I was like, okay, that's a sign um so yeah that's just like you know little things like that but um open up the portals is what i'll say okay how did you meet we've been over that did he seem like the one from first sight i would say there's very really strong like intuitive things but also like the the picture on hands was like very like the, the mountain thing i was like yes yes and there was like a lots of full body yeses i'll say on the profile and then like the way he was on text, the way he was on phone calls. There was lots of like full body. And then like the way he was when we met within like the first like 24 hours, there was lots of full body yeses that I was like, okay. And I will also say, um, one of my friends actually predicted, like described him perfectly. So when I met him, I laughed because one of my, my good friends described like the person I was gonna meet next, like, physically what he looked like and kind of the way he dressed like things about him to a perfect t that like when i saw him i was like oh this is who she's talking about 100 percent um so also like that was also validating and confirmed that someone else had seen it but yeah um did you meet him in the past not knowing it was him like no uh or like we've spent past lives together i'm not sure about your question there Twin flame. So no, um, not everyone's twin flames are on earth. My twin flame is not on earth. And also people really, um, what it is, romanticize twin flames in a bad way. Your twin flame can trigger the hell out of you. And it's not always a pleasant experience. So just know that like there's soulmates and there's twin flames. They're very different. And don't always think of twin flames as a good thing or that you need to like meet your twin flame. And also your twin flame can also not be on earth. Yeah. Just looking through the questions there's lots of how do you meet did you mention it once and surrender or did you pray for it every day no i didn't pray or like i don't even think i manifested every day like i said i was so detached because i was so solid in myself and i just created a fun amazing life and then he just like swooped in i was like chill and that's how it should be right because if you were obsessing what are, if you were too attached and you're like trying so hard to like manifest it every day from a very attached way then it's not going to work. Right. But like, for example, like when I would have my weekends to myself and I was so comfortable with myself, I'd like go to the farmer's market and I was like, Oh, cool. Like when I meet my person, they're going to come to the farmer's market with me and they're going to do this. And I, it would be like little things, but not like, Oh my God. Like I wish I had someone to go to the farmer's market with nothing like that. Right. So it's an attachment thing. 
How did you develop an inner knowing that the love of your life was coming your way? This comes down to deep trust and healing your trauma around feminine and worthiness. But also, if you have the desire, know that like the only reason you have a desire is because it's possible for you. So, was there a moment in time you knew he was the one? 100%. I actually have a photo of it on my phone because I knew right then that second we're on a walk. We're on a walk. Um, I'm going to be honest, like two days after, after meeting. Um, and I knew, like I felt in my full body, my heart, the safety of like, He's the one and I took a photo because I was like, you're going to want to remember this moment. And I took a photo and I still have it on my phone. And I was like, that's, that's the moment I knew. Um, is, oh, this last question that's kind of different because there's a lot of similar ones. Is it hard to eat differently or does he eat the way you do? Um, he eats the way I do. And he didn't... Okay, wait, sorry. there we go, still recording. Um, he didn't eat the way I did when I met him. But and this is where it comes down to mothering. Oh, perfect example. I could have been like, oh my God, you can't eat that. Blah, 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 blah. Like, yes, one of my standards was like someone that needs to eat healthy and like, um, you know, gluten-free, blah, blah, blah. Like that's, that's a standard that I hold, right? I want someone who doesn't put toxic stuff in their body, especially if I'm going to potentially have children with them. Um, I don't want that, you know, coming into my body. So I did it from the point of education and then he naturally just wanted to eat the way I eat. And also I'm a really good cook. So he just eats my cooking because it's healthy and it's yummy. But I just led with education and like he's very open. That's the thing. Like he's so open. And so I was like, yeah, like I love eating healthy. I'm open to like trying new things or blah, blah. So I just like, for example, told him about gluten. Told him about what gluten does to your gut. How it does this to every single you know person's body. And I invited him to see how he feels, you know, without eating gluten. Like try it. See how you feel. See if you notice a difference. Noticed a massive difference. Now will not touch gluten. Is so like gluten free that like, it's. I love it, guys. <laughs> it's so attractive. But it's because I didn't like mother. Like I set the standard, but I didn't mother or shove it down his throat, and I let him get there on his own. Um. And that's because it's a standard for me. So this may not be a standard for you. I don't know, but I'm guessing it's because you're asking the question it, it probably is a standard for you um and so i just would say like approach it with education and like let them lead themselves there um and don't shove it down their throats and then if you make them my recipes honestly there shouldn't be any troubles because my recipes are delicious and they're not even gonna know that they're healthy right uh, i can't tell you how many people have like made my recipes for their husbands are like oh my god like they love the chicken parm or the mac and cheese or this or that and they didn't realize healthy eating could be so healthy etc cetera, etc cetera, right so just approach it with education um and also make my recipes is that but to answer the question um it's not hard because he doesn't really eat differently he eats a lot more <laughs> thousand percent it's like double what i eat um but not not differently and he like doesn't like the way you know fast food makes him feel he doesn't like so we're both very aligned in that because we both value our bodies and our health and he just noticed that like when he eats the way I eat, he just feels so much better. He doesn't feel like heavy, lethargic and like gross, right? So um, yeah, it's not hard, but also that's the type of person I was manifesting. So I was very clear that the, I needed someone who that would that would work for. I, I know that I couldn't be with someone who just like ate Doritos and gluten all day. Like that for me, 
is not aligned with my lifestyle, right? So again, you that's where you have to decide your standards um, and kind of what's important to you. Because for some people, they may not mind that and that's fine. They might be okay with like their partner eating, you know, junk food all the time. Um, but just that's something I value so much, especially my health and what I do that it's very um, important to me. So yeah. So with that being said, that is the episode. Oh, it's only like 40-ish minutes. We, we are good. If you have any questions about this, definitely let me know. Um, I'm happy to do more episodes, more like mini shows on specific topics, but this is like everything I did. I promise your lover life is out there and or you can definitely improve the relationship you are in now. If you feel like things are dwindling or you've resonated with any of the things that I have said today, reach out and we can find a container for you, whether that is Glow, um, Goddess Activation, one-on-one, Boxer Support. By the way, Boxer Support, it's like a walkie-talkie. Um, I've had a lot of clients actually use this because it's really good for relationships too because you can tell me when like, oh, my husband's doing this, blah, blah, blah. How, what do I do? And like, I, I help you how to respond and I help you do it in a way that's actually productive and allowing you to get what you want. I was actually doing this with one of my Boxer clients last week who was like, my husband doesn't leave, blah, blah, blah. And we, we worked through it and the, we... I helped her see how like she wasn't creating the space and we kind of navigate through it. So just know that like Vox is also a really good option for this. Um, even if you're dating, Vox is a really good option because you can, I can kind of help you navigate through, through all of that and not settling and like any wounds that come up if you're newly dating or wounds are coming up in your current relationship. So that is open for you if you desire it. With that being said, thank you for listening to the episode and I will see you in the next one. Well, yeah, I'll talk to you in the next one.